This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome back in. Here we are. It is BetQL Daily alongside Jim Rodriguez, the original J-Rod. I'm Chris Mack, and we are locked in until 12 noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, talking all everything going on. This is, yeah, I, I yeah. sound like a broken record because there are a million things going on. Uh, news on James Harden, maybe, or at least some indicators about some James Harden news. Perhaps that in about the next 15 minutes or so. In 20 minutes, we go off the board. Uh, somebody is relocating to the Bronx. Why does it matter? Well, there are some numbers on the Yankees that are particularly startling that would suggest this guy is needed there. And top of the hour, mm-hmm. P.J. Glasser, our very own P.J. Glasser, uh, the BetQL Network host of Send It In and Sunday's Bets, will join us to talk all things second half in Major League Baseball and look back on the All-Star game. But that's, that's going to be a huge focus of the show today, Jim, is looking ahead to futures, win totals, things like that. And today we'll focus more on the National League, tomorrow the American League, to give us time to really let this breathe and talk about all the different angles to it. And that's where we start today is futures in the National League. Uh, Right now, favored to win the National League, all the way down at 145, plus 145, the Atlanta Braves at BetMGM. Dodgers are at 240. And then you got to get all the way down to 12 to 1 before you find the Diamondbacks and the Phils at 14 to 1, the Giants, and then three teams at 20 to 1. You've got the Reds, the Marlins, and the Padres. The Brewers, who have been particularly hot as of late, all the way down there at 25 to 1. And then you get to sort of the also rants Mets, 30 to 1, 60 to 1 on Chicago and St. Louis, Pirates, Rockies, Nationals, bringing up the rear with some really big odds. But we have, over the last two weeks going into the break, had six NL teams playing 600 ball or better just over the last two weeks going into the break. Atlanta, okay, they've been on fire for how long now? (laughs) Cincy, they've been riding a a heater for, well, ever since Ellie De La Cruz showed up, really. Dodgers have seemingly found themselves over the last month and a half or so. Then you get the Phils, the Brewers have kept pace with the Reds, surprisingly and what we thought is a very weak, and may still be a pretty weak NL Central, and then the Marlins. All six of those teams playing 600 ball or better over the last two weeks. So are those our six NF, uh, excuse me, NL playoff teams, Atlanta, Cincy, L.A., Philly, Milwaukee, Miami? You know, it's, it's funny. I think uh, at first when the season started, I had three teams out of the National League West because, I mean, the, the, the nosedive right. that the Padres have done has is, is been startling. Remember, they opened yeah. at 93-and-a-half was their total of, of, of wins, mm-hmm. you know, and it's now down to 82-and-a-half uh, over at BetMGM. I, I, think, uh, I, think that, I think Arizona is still my pick to win the division. Um, I think we got them, okay. you know, I, uh, I listened to Jake at the beginning of the season, and he was big on the Diamondbacks, and I got him at 74-and-a-half 
and they're already at 52. Uh, the Dodgers, I thought, would, would be under 96.5, which they're trending to be over that. I still had that as an under bet. I think those are your two National League West teams. The East, okay. you know, I, we know Atlanta – Miami, can they keep it up during, during the, the course of the, of the second half? And here's, here's an interesting situation, Chris. I, I did a little number crunching here, and the Arizona Diamondbacks have the sixth hardest schedule in the second half of the season, with Miami being the seventh hardest schedule. Uh, Colorado, okay. of all teams, they have the hardest. So the, the, of the top seven teams who have the hardest team uh, schedule in the second half, three are National League teams. The Rockies are first, Arizona sixth, and Miami seventh. While who has the easiest schedule? The Cubs have the easiest schedule. I still had okay. them as a wild card, and I think they could turn it around. And the Braves, the Braves have the fourth easiest schedule in the, in the National League, or in, in baseball. Rich get richer. Uh, but, you know, the Cardinals are fifth, and the Reds are sixth, and the Brewers are seventh. So I still think Cincinnati and Milwaukee, I think they still have plenty more wins to get. I mean, the, the total number of wins for the Reds was 65 and a half when the season started. They're sitting at 50 already. So that's, I mean, if you had, the, if you had the, the, the better fortitude, let's put it that way, to make an overbet on the Reds at 65 and a half, my God, are you sitting pretty. I, you know, this is interesting to me because when we had this conversation about AFC playoff teams the other day to completely go in a different direction but bring it back to what we're talking about, when we had that discussion about AFC playoff teams, we were looking at, okay, there are eight teams that are currently, for example, in the AFC uh, minus money, favored, you could say, to make the playoffs in only a 17 playoff field. You get the same in the National League right now if you count the mm-hmm. Braves off the board at BetMGM on a, to make the playoffs wager because they're about as locked in as you can get at the all-star break into a playoff spot, right? As well as they're playing. So you've got the Braves, then it's the Dodgers at minus 1100. You've got the Marlins next in line, interestingly enough, at minus 225. You've got, let's see, Philly also at 225, minus 225. You've got the Diamondbacks at minus 190. Then you get down to the Brewers at minus 150. Giants, a seventh team in the minus money at minus 125. So we got, again, we've got an instance where the books have seven teams favored to go to the postseason. This, in this instance, one more than the postseason field. Um, and the Giants are a team that I think we were talking about a lot in June, but perhaps they've started to slide as well. Over the last four weeks, though, you look. They've got the best record of the West. When you start to slice it and dice it, and the numbers in particular over the last two to four weeks, with some of these stronger divisions, I think are telling us that we're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Unless you've got a yeah. really good feeling. And your, your, schedules, your, your, your schedule points, I think, are really valid. But I wonder what those schedule rankings will look like when we pull them back up in, say, a month or six weeks. Sure. And – it, when this unbalanced schedule, I think, has thrown us all for a loop. I think that may right. be one takeaway to have as well. We are used to everybody being in a canister, right? You've got the East, you've got the Central, you've got the West, and each division winner, usually more often than not, the division winners all end up within like, you know, eight to 10 wins of each other max because, well, they've been, each one's been beating up on their own division. Well, now it's this wide open schedule, and it's entirely possible all three wild cards in the American League could come from the East. Here 
in the National League we're talking about today, it's entirely possible we could have Atlanta, Philly, and Miami. I mean, they're all favored right now. If you go by the books, all three of them in the playoffs. And you'll have a three-team division. You'll have a one-team division, maybe, in the case of the Central. Uh, or maybe even the West. Maybe Arizona falls all the way out of it, and the Dodgers really put, the thing, put something in a stranglehold. The Diamondbacks 5-7 and seven over the last two weeks, 12-14 and 14 over the last four weeks. I don't know if it's just dents in the armor we're seeing with Arizona or if they're one of those teams that perhaps has lost their glass slipper a bit over the last two to three weeks. Yeah, and, and I think the, the big question is going to be who is going to be buyers and who's really going to make a move because, you know, having, having picked the Cubs to be a wild card team, I still think that, you know, they're, they're in the hunt for it. Um, but everything I've been hearing is that they're going to be sellers. You know, Cody Bellinger has been on, uh, on the trade market. You know, may, is he going to the Yankees? Is he going to the Astros? I've even heard that, you know, because the, both teams are desperate uh, of, a, of, a, of a left-handed power hitter, and Cody's, you know, trying to make himself a lot of money. So if the Cubs mm-hmm. end up trading Cody Bellinger, all of a sudden, even with the easiest schedule, I, I don't know if, if, if 78 and a half wins is going to be attainable in terms of if a future, which is what they have now, um, or even a playoff spot. So I think the next, usually when you get to about mid-August, that's when, when teams decide. But then the wrinkle, which is the great part of baseball, but it's also the maddening part is with the expanded playoff team, all you got to do is hover around 500. All you, you got to right. do is be 80, 81 wins, and you're in the hunt all the way through the end. So it'll be interesting to see who decides to go and who decides not to go. I mean, remember last year the Orioles were were in the hunt and they ended up trading all their all their pieces away. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you sell that to a fan base, but now here they are now, you know, making a, they're 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 trying to run down the Rays. Yeah, this year's uh, last year's Pirates. The Pirates will be that this year in the National League undoubtedly as they've fallen out of it and they've got guys like Carlos Santana and Rich Hill. They'll sell those pieces off cuz they know they're not in it anymore. Um if you had to pick if you had to eliminate, so let's say we've got, oh, let, let's, let's eliminate the Mets, Cardinals, Pirates, Nats, and Rockies right off the bat, okay? So we're mm-hmm. going to eliminate a third of the National League. We're down to 10 teams now for six spots. Give me the next two teams you eliminate. We've, Colorado out, Nats and Mets out. We'll take the Pirates and Cardinals out of the mix as well. Who are the next two teams you eliminate? Well, I know it's going to sound like I'm since I'm a Dodger honk, but I, I don't believe in the Giants. I, I think I, I think they I think I, I just don't know how that team scores any runs. You know, the, the, the in that ballpark they don't they've they've only scored thirty in the last two weeks. Right. So 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 they they need Logan Webb and they need those guys to pitch shutouts every night. They need to be the you know the 1960s Dodgers and there's they simply are not and they're not. I don't see them making a move. So I think the Giants will eventually sort of fall off. Uh, fall off pace there. I, I, I don't think Philadelphia is, is, has got it. I mean, I know they, they, okay. they, were, they're, they were an enigma. They're almost virtually in the same spot now that they were last year, and they, and they parlayed that all the way to the World Series. I, I think the three teams division is going to come out of, you know, I know Atlanta, I know Miami. I, I, I think I still believe in the Cubs. I still think you're going to get three teams out of the Central. Three teams out of the Central. Wow. Because see, yeah. I was going to suggest the Cubs were the next one that I would pull off the board just because right. of the pitching, right? Like, right. And, and I guess th- th- this is also about the dichotomy of regular season baseball and postseason baseball. I think the Giants are set up 
that if they somehow did sneak in because of that pitching that you talk about in the rotation, they could do some damage. They could, they could upset somebody in that wild card round and maybe even win a second series and get to the NLCS. And the opposite dichotomy is you, you got to just score. You got to get hot in the middle of, of the regular season of major league baseball. You got to be able to score some runs. The mm-hmm. Cubs can do that, but they've also shown a propensity to fall apart on the mound from time to time. And that makes me wonder, are they built to maybe get back into that Reds Brewers race uh, on a regular basis, but then maybe, maybe Peter off, fall off the cliff right at the very end of things as we wind past Labor Day and into those final two to three weeks of the stretch run. And the one team that I still think you got to keep an eye on, and I know they have been woefully, woefully, you know, their performance has been terrible, has been the Padres. There's too much talent on that team. Too much talent on that team to only have 43 wins at the break. You know, their total now got adjusted to 82 and a half. I still think they, I think they win 83 games despite how bad they, they may not make any moves at the break, but there's too much talent on that team uh, to be in the position that they're at. I mean, they're, they're clearly better than the, uh, they're, they're better than the Giants. So they just got to start playing. And I think I would be very careful with San Diego because they, they could all of a sudden turn it up and, and all of a sudden pass everybody. I don't, you know, do they have enough to win the division? No, but all of a sudden wouldn't surprise me if, if the Brown and gold is in the playoffs at the end of the year. Yeah. The other team I would probably eliminate if we're each eliminating two would most likely be the Mets. I just too much oh, yeah. inconsistency there. And um, I just don't know. They, they find it in spurts here and there, a series here or there. But for me, it's never enough to really keep it moving in the direction they need to keep it moving. Uh, I mentioned James Harden a couple minutes ago. So this is interesting. You go all the way back to June 8th, and you can see uh, a tweet from Chris Haynes at TNT that says, hey, keep an eye on Phoenix. Then a couple days, you get reports saying, no, there's no way James Harden is going to Phoenix. And now we come all the way back around. This is crazy. So overnight, we saw a movement on next team odds on James Harden. Yesterday, the Suns were 25 to 1 at DraftKings Sportsbook for James Harden's next team. This morning, we all woke up and looked at it again, and James <laughs> Harden's next team odds were 8 to 1. I mean, cut down, cut down by more than two-thirds, J-Rod. So is this an indication that maybe there's some movement happening behind the scenes people are hearing about, and now we should be thinking about another reuniting of KD and James Harden, this time out west in the desert. I mean, it, it's amazing the the sharps and the guys who and the guys and gals that make those numbers. That, that how all of a sudden? I mean, we're not talking a minor adjustment. We're not talking twenty five to twenty or to eighteen. We're all the way down to eight to one. Yeah, I, I would be. I would be hesitant. If I was a Phoenix Suns fan, if I was the GM, if I if I was ownership, I mean, we saw this and it didn't work. We've we've seen this movie, we've seen this buddy comedy, and it was Ishtar. It, it didn't work. It did not work at all in Brooklyn because really nobody could nobody they couldn't stay on the court at the same time. First of all, how much money do the Suns have, you know, to be able to do this? Uh, and second yeah. of all, uh, if 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 you're in the uh, adult entertainment uh business in phoenix i'm sure you're sending <laughs> you're, you're stocking up man because if james you're sending Harden's out for reinforcements town, exactly any, anybody need change for a hundred <laughs> <laughs> we got all the ones you could need make Ooh, it rain james buddy. make it rain feed buddy feed the, the the commercial entertainment industry we'll call it 
out in the valley on the desert floor out there in Arizona. He's Jim Rodriguez, the original J-Rod. I'm Chris Mack. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Top of the hour, P.J. Glasser have sent it in in Sunday's bets. We'll talk to him about some of these second-half MLB futures. Get back into win totals. J-Rod was bringing some of those up. And next, we go off the board here on BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM.